Hi, this is Bonnie Gray, and I'm your host for Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. And I'm so happy to welcome you to another episode of today's show. I am the author of Sweet Like Jasmine, Finding Identity in a Culture of Loneliness. Isn't that so true? We're all trying to find who we are in this very chaotic time, even as we're emerging from the pandemic. It seems like we just are trying to solve one problem after the other, and where's the end? Well, I'm so glad that I get a chance to spend a little time with you today out of your day or night, if you're listening to this in the evening, to pause and breathe and to encourage you to rest and refresh. There are actions we can take to help our bodies feel better, our emotions restore calm, and we're going to refill on what God's loving word has to empower us because you and I are God's beloved. Last week, we talked about the importance of taking care of ourselves when we're facing so much uncertainty and the importance that even a cup of tea can represent for us or a cup of coffee, which is sharing all those things that we feel uncertain about. Because as I shared last time, as I talked with my son, Caleb, who's returning back to in-person school, as he spoke about the things that seem to be different, interestingly enough, when we finished talking, I said, how do you feel? And my 12-year-old son said, mom, I feel better. I don't know why, but I do feel better. So we were made, as I had shared in the last episode, God created us with a soul. We all have different unique personalities. We respond to different things that happen and uncertainly differently. Now, one of the things that we're going to talk about in today's episode on episode 12 here is insomnia and how we can choose to sleep better. What do we do for having trouble falling asleep? This is a topic we're going to explore today. And so for me, this is a life message, life passion. It's so important that we share the variety of experiences we walk through together with God and each other because we can get encouraged. I want to invite you to join me as I take you on a journey during the hardest year of my life through this pandemic with two kids with me at home, distance learning. And as my husband was working from home, as we all were looking to walk through the quarantine, I wrote a book. It is a book that I've been wanting to write for 10 years called Sweet Like Jasmine, Finding Identity in a Culture of Loneliness. I've gone through many different experiences in life where I really longed to find my true worth. And through the different life experiences, God showed me that we can encourage each other and that through it all, God understands us and he can empower us. God makes beauty out of our brokenness. So I invite you to take up this book. It's about my Chinese American journey. I was born in San Francisco, Chinatown to a mail order bride from Hong Kong and a father who worked in a noodle shop as a busboy. And both my parents did not graduate from high school. My father left when I was seven. And so I was the oldest child, took on that take care of everybody mode. I was a very optimistic child growing up and I knew God from a very young age. So God gave me the strength to overcome a lot of hard things, but I later had to learn God wanted to 
had me make peace with my past, and I wanted. I went on a journey to try to find the secrets in my family. And in our family, there was a code which was, we don't talk about hard things. If something were to get us down, we just don't talk about it. Silence and shame was kind of that code I grew up, and so I adopted that until God showed me, Bonnie, it's not the way I made you to be as my daughter. And for you, if you're a daughter and a son of God, God says, I want you to step out and not hide your heart. I want you to find peace and joy. So pre-order my book, and you can get a free audiobook. I created a personal guided journey for you, a journal that you can get free at sweetlikejasmine.com. And I invite you to come along and I'll take you on a a compelling journey to find find out what God showed me on this journey. Well, today we're going to talk about insomnia. (laughs) It's something we don't really want to talk about, I think. You know, it's not easy to talk about because during the day we're getting things done and yet we can be walking through very, very sleep deprived. What are some of the ideas that you have had that has helped you? Well, I'm going to share a little bit with you about what it is that I have found to be very, very helpful. I told you that I was born in Chinatown, and one day, uh, a friend of mine, Anne Marie, she's a wife of a U.S. military chaplain. She was visiting San Francisco from Nashville. I had spoken to the U.S. Um, military officers of the 101st Airborne Division, uh, very famous, as we know, um, landed on the beach of Normandy and help us accomplish victory. Well, the officers invited me to come speak to them about their stories and how to find rest in God. And that was such an honor. But when she came out here in San Francisco to visit, I told her I'd love to take her on a tour to Chinatown. And she said, I've always been intimidated to go to Chinatown, but if you can go as my guide, I'd love to go. So as we went through Chinatown, we went through the Chinese bakeries and Those were so delicious. But there was a store that was a tea tasting room. Now, what is your favorite tea? What kind of tea do you like to drink? Well, I brought her in for a tea tasting session. And as the hostess in the tea tasting room asked us, um, my favorite is jasmine tea. It's a very fragrant tea. Um, So the server pinched some leaves into the teacups, both of our teacups, and uh, poured near boiling water in and swished the leaves a few shakes. Now, to our shock, she turned the cup upside down, throwing out the tea. I had forgotten in the Chinese brewing style before steeping the tea to drink, the first brewing of the tea is called the cleansing rinse. She was washing the tea leaves to awaken the tea. They throw that first rinse out. Washing the tea allows the hot water to soften and open the leaves to release an aroma, imbuing it with personality and rich tones and flavor. And you know all that dust that gathers as tea is dried on the floor? Well, washing the tea leaves gives it a clean, smooth texture and lifts away the bitterness and yields a sweet taste. 
So let me ask you this. You know, sometimes when we cannot sleep at night, we're just so overwhelmed. A lot of times we can't kind of shake those things that worry us. And we take them to us when we lay down. During the day, we're very busy, so we're distracting ourselves. But at night, it seems like all those things we've put to the side, they surface and they come back. All those things we didn't get done, those tough conversations that we had or didn't have or didn't go the way we planned, the plans that are falling through. I mean, all those things, when it's quiet, then the soul speaks. The soul remembers. So again, you know, we use our mind a lot to try to control things and focus them on problem solving. But a lot of the things that keep us up at night, to be honest, right, they can't be solved, at least not within a day, not within even maybe that week. There are things that take time or things that have been difficult and we felt stuck. And yet God says, I am with you. God says, I understand. Jesus may be inviting you to turn your heart over to him for a second brew, just like that tea, that first rinse had to be thrown out. So I just want to ask you between us as friends here on today's podcast, are there plans that God is asking you to let go of? Sometimes we can work so hard to hold on to things, to get them fixed, Or maybe we feel like we need to keep standing in the gap and we've carried a burden for a long time and we're afraid if we change our role, if we tell somebody, I cannot do this thing or I can no longer do it anymore, we are afraid of people's response to us. We are afraid of how somebody else might respond, how they'll view us. Well, this is about letting go. So this show Today, we're going to talk about letting go, letting go of your plans to break out of the mode that it's causing you stress, breaking out of carrying burdens that are too heavy for you to carry. And you know, our body, our body lets us know when God created us, he created us with time to sleep at night, to rest and dime during the day to do things. And so it's kind of an indicator. It's not an indicator of our failure to deal with our worries. It's a healthy indicator to let us know we are carrying something that's too heavy for us to carry. Maybe it's something where we need to let somebody in to ask them for help. Maybe it's being honest and saying, I need to stop doing this. I want to share a passage with you now because I speak from personal experience. I have had a very um, difficult season of insomnia in an earlier chapter of my life. I was telling you that I'm the oldest and I'm used to taking care of things and it's been on my modus operandi and, and, and I'm a strong girl. I can think and I can problem solve, but yet there came a time where I needed to let certain things go and it was insomnia. God used insomnia as a way to let me know my body was holding on to too much. And um, I didn't understand it. I said, God, I just really want to sleep. Why won't you let me sleep? It felt like God wasn't answering my prayer. And that's why sleeplessness feels shameful. To me, it meant God wasn't answering my prayer. There's something I wasn't doing right. Why wasn't he letting me sleep? He knew everything I was carrying and had to go through. And yet sleep is the last defense our body has to let us know something isn't right. We realize the storm that we're in, it isn't receding. 
God's allowing this storm to continue. We don't understand why, and it dawns on us. Every plan we've held on to, all that cargo we've been carrying needs to be cut. All the provisions we purchased at great cost and piled up held, holding on to, we got to let them go, friend. We need to heave the cargo back up on the deck, just like a ship, right? We must grab the friend next to us and say, shout against the howling winds of the storms we're in. Help me. It's too heavy. Help me throw this overboard. Help me. It's time for us to shed the things that God is calling us to let go. Now, I thought about this metaphor because I was reading about Paul, the Apostle Paul. Did you know that he was in a storm? Did you know that he almost lost his life because the storm just wouldn't let up? There was a very violent storm that Apostle Paul had to go through. In order for him to survive it, he had to dump the cargo. The scripture tells us they had to cut the ship's tackle by hand, flinging the very ropes and rigging that once gave the sail speed and direction into the violent waters of storm. You know, something that worked for us in the past, especially through the pandemic, we're realizing those old ways of coping, they're not working. That once gave us speed and direction, they're actually maybe guiding us to really some choppy waters. The storm was so fierce. The Apostle Paul and his shipmates, so fierce. They had to saw off the ropes that held the lifeboats. They even had to let the lifeboats go and watch them plummet into sea. You and I, friend, maybe there are some lifeboats that we thought we constructed and we thought this is where our hope's going to be. And yet we have to let them go. Luke, in his letter to Theophilus in Acts chapter 27, verse 20, said, Neither the sun nor the stars appeared for many days, and no small storm was assailing us. From then, all hope of our being saved was gradually abandoned. Luke was with Paul and everyone else. They all felt hopeless. Are you feeling that way right now? If you're struggling with sleep or worry, are you feeling hopeless, friend? It's okay. We all find ourselves at some point in a storm that we cannot overcome. And even though the captain and the crew did everything they thought their experience taught them, they still couldn't control the storm. So don't blame yourself. Don't be hard on yourself, friend. I mean, the storm is happening to us. We can't control the storm, no matter what it is, how hard we've tried. And the storm of insomnia might be that storm for you that's expressing itself. Well, I want to encourage you. God holds you in the storm. God holds us in the storm. Even as we are experiencing anxiety, even as we're experiencing insomnia, you know, sometimes it's unavoidable as we go through and carry too much burdens. But God whispers, nothing can stop my plans for you. Nothing, not bad health, bad luck, bad decisions. I will never leave you. I am faithful. I love you. God says nothing is impossible with God. 
Nothing is impossible with God. That's from Luke chapter 1, verse 37. Jesus himself says, no one pours new wineskins into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins and both the wine and the wineskins will be ruined. Instead, new wine is poured into new wineskins. Mark chapter 2, verse 22. Give yourself permission, friend, to make some changes that need to align with your identity as the beloved. What it is that you need to let go, maybe it's surfacing to you as you're listening to me as I shared about the storm where Paul had to, Apostle Paul had to let things go and just dump all the cargo out in order to get to safe passage to reach the shore. We're in the wreckage of life storms, friend. And it's not our fault. This whole pandemic has just thrust us into situations that we would prefer not to be in. And yet we can have courage, friend. How did the storm end for Paul? It says in verse 22 in Acts chapter 27. Yet now I urge you to keep up your courage for there will be no loss of life among you, but only the ship. Wow, that's so powerful. Paul spoke up. Everybody was so afraid and lost of hope. There is not going to be loss of life, friend, only the ship. What is that thing that maybe God is calling you to do, to change something that's new? I want to encourage you. God understands. He's going to put a new heart, new spirit in you so that you can rise to the challenge. And so I want to now enter into a time of soul care. I want to give a new soul care tip for you. And this soul care tip is about reading a book. <laughs> you know, when um, it's hard to fall asleep, here is something that's helpful. Obviously, this is a really big journey of healing, so I'm not trying to simplify it, but this is something that can help. Uh, this is reading a printed book. Put away those electronic devices at least an hour or two before bed. You know, that blue light, we hear about it all the time. It keeps us up, right? But we need something to replace that blue light with. You know, if we just say, don't turn on your phone, that's going to be very hard to do, right? We need to replace it with something. So let me put a book in your hand. Read a printed book. Reading is the best way to relax and even six minutes can be enough to reduce stress levels by more than two-thirds. According to research carried out at the Sussex University, snuggling up with a good book returns rest and tranquility to your brain and body as you get lost in a story and unplug from constantly multitasking during the day, which is very exhausting. Reading helps you de-stress faster than listening to music, taking a walk, or having time to yourself when you're doing nothing. <laughs> Reading a book, according to a study, helps you de-stress faster. Researchers measured heart rate and muscle tension, and they saw that people relaxed within six minutes of reading. Just six minutes, friend. The Mayo Clinic also found that reading a book for 20 minutes as a bedtime ritual helps signal your body to sleep. So read a printed book. So not a digital book, a printed book. It helps you to relax more than reading on your tablet or watching a show because looking at screens actually keeps you awake longer and it will hurt your sleep. So let me recommend to you my new book, Sweet Like Jasmine, Finding Identity in a Culture of Loneliness. 
add that to your book list next to your bed. And I want to be able to guide you through some really compelling storytelling and also encourage you with God's peace and goodness and empower you. I love this quote by Charles W. Eliot. He said that books are the quietest and most constant of friends. As I grew up, I was telling my mom and dad, they did not graduate from high school. They were busy with um, just helping us get through life. I grew up in a, you know, tough, uh, we'll just put it bluntly, you know, a poor circumstance. And so a lot of times I felt so different from other people. I was uh, very hesitant to invite people to my home, my friends to my home. My home wasn't a place that was very, um, I will just say, wasn't a very welcoming space. Books were my most constant friends. And so we know that God also left us with his book. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. He left us with the Bible. God is an author. So pick up the copy of the book that uh, is full of life, God's word. Obviously, read a storybook alongside with God's word before you go to sleep, and it will help you. Let me end our time today with a beautiful prayer on our behalf as we lift our hearts up to God. Dear Jesus, renovate my heart. You know how hard it is to deal with sleeplessness as I wrestle with so many things on my bed, but God, I just want to let them go. Give me the courage to let go of what it is you've put on my heart and help me, encourage me, give me courage to be changed. Help me to be bold and make these changes you're inviting me to make today with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for spending this time. I hope that you felt encouraged and empowered as we just took time to think about the things that God is thinking about on your behalf. The scripture says that Jesus is interceding and praying for you. And may you rest, rest in his love for you. There's a scripture just from Deuteronomy 33, 12. I want to end our time. Let the beloved of the Lord rest secure in him, for he shields him all day long. And the one the Lord loves rests between his shoulders. May you see this image of you resting between the shoulders of our loving Savior. And I can't wait to see you next time. We'll be talking about loneliness and how we can draw closer to God and each other so that we can open up and find peace and joy again. Remember, you can find me on Instagram at thebonniegray.com. Subscribe to my newsletter at thebonniegray.com and pick up a copy of my newest book, sweetlikejasmine.com. All right, friends, I'll see you next time. Remember, you're loved, you're cherished, just rest. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Breathe, the Stress Less podcast, a production of lifeaudio.com and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Bonnie Gray or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, thebonniegray.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, head over to lifeaudio.com. Now. 
Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash for details. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.